after doing this for over 15 years and getting to network and become colleagues with some of the best fitness brands and most successful companies in our industry, I can tell you this, the ones that are winning have two things clearly lined up. They have established a strong brand with their avatar customer base, and they have a client acquisition strategy that is reliable and repeatable month over month over month. If you need work on either one of those, you need help with your brand. People don't know who you are. Hell, you don't know who you are. And you need a client acquisition strategy. You don't have a specific way organically without paying to get new clients in. You have no guerrilla marketing. And when it comes to paid ads, you don't know what a pixel is, where to install it, how to create a sales funnel or any type of landing page and copy and creative that would convert a lurker, someone watching your social media to an actual paying customer. Go to my Instagram and send me a DM. Let's get on a call. Let's jam on DM. I don't even want any money from you. I don't want anything yet. I just want you to shoot me a DM. Tell me what's going on with your business so I can see if I'm the right person to help. But if you need brand work and a client acquisition strategy specific to who you want in your business, get to my Instagram right now at WTF Gym Talk and let's discuss. What is up, guys? It is Stu and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. This is going to be a quick one. You know, I joke on here before, I get people all the fucking time uh, screenshotting a post or whatever of mine and wanting to let me know that there's a typo. And I let, and I, and I joke with, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Typos are my brand voice. I just, I can't, there's zero, there's negative fucks that I give regarding my typos. And then, you know, I did the WTF weekly newsletter and the copywriter crushes that, but there's always a love letter in the very beginning and I don't let her touch it, even though I know she wants to, cause it's fucking riddled with grammar and spelling issues and all that shit. And uh, I don't care. I, I'm not letting her thought. That's me. Um, that's the only part that like I write myself. The other part I ghostwrite, right? Like I give audio and feedback and conversations and the writer writes it. So anyway, I, and where this stems from is this idea of like people, you know, that nitpick and like look at your work, your con- your creation, anything you created. It could be your gym. It could be a t-shirt. It could be uh, a piece of content and want to nitpick like things that don't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Any And listen, I'm not, and I've got really like Boris, Boris uh, over at Metcon Creative, a very good friend, colleague of mine, uh, someone I work with on a regular basis. That silly wallaby loving motherfucker. Um, he, I, I say wallaby loving motherfuckers for anyone who's in Australia, and I don't even know if that's accurate. Are there really are there wallabies in Australia? I think there are. Maybe I should say kangaroo. I don't know. I'm just gonna go with wallaby. Um, anyway, uh, that motherfucker always gets on my fucking uh, ass for typos and shit. Always, constantly is like letting me know, st- like, and he's he's really in the proper grammar and punctuation and all that. And that that's fine, but. I, I want to talk today about like this concept of making mistakes, even mistakes that you don't care about and mistakes you do care about. So I make some typos, some fucking spelling errors. I've got, you know, bad English in my shit and I, and I don't care, but you know, someone might look at that as a mistake and they feel the need to point it out to me. Well, here's the deal. In, in business, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And I think the reason I don't care, yeah, I don't care about grammar and English. That was like a subject I hated in school. I just give zero fucks. Like as long as you get the idea of what I'm saying, I don't care that the apostrophe wasn't in the right place or that I spelled something wrong, right? As long as you understand what I'm saying. 
But let's take it beyond writing. Let's take it to business. You know how many mistakes I've made in business? Like a, a fuck ton. Oh my God. Like I could, the amount of mistakes I made in even my rebranding process from CrossFit South End to Urban Movement, I could write a book on. Maybe I should. Um, but here's the thing with mistakes. I feel that the entrepreneur that can take mistakes and literally just fucking shake them off, like instantly shake them off, let them fucking evaporate into the atmosphere, that is an individual that is very, very dangerous, okay? And, and here's how I think about it more. When you make a mistake and you kind of dwell on it or you think about it, you are going to you are going to follow into a pattern. You are going to follow into a pattern where you're overly critical of yourself. I can't do this. I suck. Why am I even trying this? I need to get someone else to do this. I can't. And you then get into a, a scenario where now like that time and energy on there is robbing your creative energy for other projects, for other endeavors you need to tackle. But there you are. You know, you fucked up. Let's say you made a bad hire. You hired the wrong person. Four weeks in, they're a disaster. They're toxic. Whatever that happens, you maybe lose some clients, whatever. So you end up firing that person and you dwell on that mistake, right? How about like how about a big one? You signed a lease for the wrong building. Soon after you sign it, you realize, holy shit, this is not the part of town I want to be in. Holy shit, this building is not ideal for the setup I wanted. Or maybe even something bigger. Maybe you go ahead and you uh, you make a decision. You make a, a big schedule change or a programming change or you like overhaul the operations of the business and that doesn't go over well and you quickly, not because people are complaining, but because you realize, fuck, I, I, this is a, that was a legit bad move. I made a mistake. Those of you that can recognize it and shrug it off and then just move forward in the proper direction quickly, like run, don't walk. Those are the operators and the owners that are fucking dangerous. I I deal like again. I deal with a lot of individuals that are in shitty mindsets. When I get on my uh, initial business development call with them, that's like the first call. If we want, if you want to work with me, we have to have. And some of them are so still trapped by a shit decision they made that it was months ago, maybe a year or so ago. And it's like, here's the deal: you're never ever going to be able to move forward because you're keeping your one foot back in this one spot and beating yourself over the head for this shit decision. Miss Fuck mistakes. Like, do you realize mistakes are like missed lifts? They're like, they're like missed shots in basketball, right? They're like swings and a miss in at the batting cage, right? They're ending up in the rough in golf. Like, fuck face. Do you not realize mistakes are the prerequisite of success? Without mistakes, you are never going to win. Show me someone who's flawless all the time and I'll show you a fucking straitjacket because that person doesn't exist and it's completely in your imagination, you crazy fuck. There is no one who's ever created anything who didn't make mistakes. But if you're going to sit there and you like, and here's the other thing too. I think if you're going to sit there and dwell on it, there is an avatar of an owner who really is only dwelling on the mistake and whining about it and and beating themselves up because they don't know the next move. So it's like, well, like they made the mistake and they were wrong. They know they were wrong, but they honestly don't know how to make it right. 
Like they don't know what they would need to change to fix it. It's not um, apparent to them. So beating themselves up gives them something to do. Like, right? Like beating yourself up over mistakes is like a rocking chair. Gives you shit to do, but you don't go anywhere. But unfortunately, there are some of us that like they make the mistake and they're like, I don't know where to go from here. So they really have no other choice but to sit there and kind of like overanalyze it and overthink it. And maybe they're like, well, if I, if I think really hard about where I went wrong, maybe I'm going to find, no, like move on. Even if you don't know the next move, start unwinding the move you did that was the mistake. What if like, and again, if you truly believe it was a mistake, don't let the loud minority at your gym tell you that this decision was a mistake. If you truly believe it wasn't, I mean, do you know many people fucking argued against tempo training? Do many fucking clients can't, I mean, I've told these stories a thousand times how people can't, you know, all the people who canceled when I rebranded the urban movement and got rid of the rig and brought in the overhead pull-up bars and the overhead rings. And then did that for seven months. Then we got rid of the overhead pull-up bars and kept the rings. And then we put in the spots for a pick a spot, like all the changes. I had four classes and then I whittled it down to just one. Like I had four class types and then I whittled it down over two years to one. Like lots of changes and I got a lot of feedback that I was making a mistake. Well, guess what? I stuck with it. Now those mistakes I moved quick on, right? Like you hear people in HR, like make a mistake in HR, hire quick, fire quick. Do it fast. Because the reason that makes that operator and that owner so dangerous is because they understand nobody will be as hard as on themselves as they are on them. Like no one will ever fucking judge me for my wins or losses as hard and critically as I'll judge me. Like some dude in the comments wants to be like, like urban movement, the sucks cross with South. That was better. Like, bro, like first off, do you think I will not critique myself more than anybody else? Like, do you not think I am so fucking hard on myself that anything that a stranger or a fucking someone who's six degrees off from the actual, you know, action, the actual decision is going to actually be able to say anything of any relevance that I haven't already said to myself. That's one of the reasons that people who, you know, make a mistake, acknowledge it and then pivot quickly. They're super dangerous because number one, it says nobody is ever going to criticize me more than I'm going to criticize myself. And number two, it says I don't judge myself on my losses. Okay. I judge myself on my wins because wins must have losses as a prereq. I think that's even a quote from the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Um, don't judge me on my losers. Judge me on my winners. Yeah. I'm almost a hundred percent positive that that's his fuck. That's a quote from Jordan, uh, from uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. Like when he's selling that dude over the phone on some stock. So you're going to have losses. You have to have losses. They are a prerequisite, which means you've had to have made mistakes. They're a prerequisite. And it's those that realize like, oh, mistake, cool, pivot. Oh, I fucked up. All right, quick, pivot. Oh shit, I should have done that instead. Okay, backtrack, let's do that instead. And they do it without like beating themselves up for four days and apologizing to people. And well, I got to let everyone know I fucked up. No, just change your mind. Changing your mind is okay, fuckers. It is so fucking okay to change your mind. I've had people go at like those of you that were CrossFit affiliates and you de-affiliated when Greg Glassman went ahead and made his crazy drunk tweets or whatever during George Floyd in 2020. And then nine months later you re-affiliated. Oh my God. I've no less than a dozen calls with owners on that. People paying for my time. 
because they don't know how to handle the backlash from members, the ones that left when they de-affiliated and now they re-affiliated and now people are judging them. And I'm like, bro, it is okay to judge your, like, and when you move quick, people aren't able, really even able to like have the time to like dwell on it. It's like, you ever see those street magicians, three red cups with a ball underneath and they move them around really quick, right? The fucking, the shysters on the street, like, you know, doing card tricks for money and stuff. Like you want to be like that. You want to move so quick that to the public, to your customers, it's just like, uh, yeah, it sucked, but we're already on to this next thing. I'm already distracted because he's moving in another direction. Guys, I just, I really hope that those of you that make mistakes, like you look at that as like, uh, like you might get mad when you miss a lift, but my fucking God, like you're still lifting it. Like you have to miss lifts in order to PR. And it's the same fucking thing in business. So I hope that switches your paradigm for some of you guys that are maybe dwelling on mistakes you've made. Guys, until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. One more thing before the end of the podcast. If you guys could, please, if you've enjoyed that podcast episode or any of the ones I've done, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever it is you listen to podcasts. If you would leave a review, that would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Get back to kicking ass in your day, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.